manager vanished upstairs to do something unknown to our room. Beside us, on an overstuffed chair, absolutely motionless, was a platinum blonde woman in her forties, wearing a black silk dress and a strand of pearls. Her long legs were crossed. She supported her head on her fist. At the dim far end of the room, their backs toward us, sat six bald old men in their shirt sleeves around a loud television. Two of them seemed asleep. They were drunks. Number six, cried the man on television, number six. On the broad lobby desk, lighted and bubbling, was a ten-gallon aquarium containing one large fish. The fish tilted up and down in its water. Against the long opposite wall sang a live canary in its cage. Beneath the cage, among spilled millet seeds on the carpet, were a decorated child's sand bucket and matching sand shovel. Now the alarm was set for six. I lay awake remembering an article I had read downstairs in the lobby in an engineering magazine. The article was about gold mining. In South Africa, in India, and in South Dakota, the gold mines extend so deeply into the earth's crust that they are hot. The rock walls burn the miners' hands. The companies have to air-condition the mines. If the air conditioners break, the miners die. The elevators in the mine shafts run very slowly down and up, so the miners' ears will not pop in their skulls. When the miners return to the surface, their faces are deathly pale. Early the next morning we checked out. It was February 26, 1979, a Monday morning. We would drive out of town, find a hilltop, watch the eclipse, and then drive back over the mountains and home to the coast. How familiar things are here, how adept we are, how smoothly and professionally we check out. I had forgotten the clown's smiling head and the hotel lobby, as if they had never existed. Gary put the car in gear and off we went, as off we have gone to a hundred other adventures. It was before dawn when we found a highway out of town and drove into the unfamiliar countryside. By the growing light we could see a band of cirrostratus clouds in the sky. Later the rising sun would clear these clouds before the eclipse began. We drove at random until we came to a range of unfenced hills. We pulled off the highway, bundled up, and climbed one of these hills. 2. The hill was 500 feet high. Long winter-killed grass covered it, as high as our knees. We climbed and rested, sweating in the cold. We passed clumps of bundled people on the hillside who were setting up telescopes and fiddling with cameras. The top of the hill stuck up in the middle of the sky, We tightened our scarves and looked around. East of us rose another hill like ours. Between the hills, far below, was the highway which threaded south into the valley. This was the Yakima Valley. I had never seen it before. It is justly famous for its beauty, like every planted valley. It extended south into the horizon, a distant dream of a valley, a Shangri-La. All its hundreds of low, golden slopes bore orchards. Among the orchards were towns and roads and plowed and fallow fields. Through the valley wandered a thin, shining river. From the river extended fine, frozen irrigation ditches. 
Distance blurred and blued the sight so that the whole valley looked like a thickness or sediment at the bottom of the sky. Directly behind us was more sky and empty lowlands blued by distance and Mount Adams. Mount Adams was an enormous, snow-covered volcanic cone rising flat like so much scenery. Now the sun was up. We could not see it, but the sky behind the band of clouds was yellow, and far down the valley, some hillside orchards had lighted up. More people were parking near the highway and climbing the hills. It was the West. All of us rugged individualists were wearing knit caps and blue nylon parkas. People were climbing the nearby hills and setting up shop in clumps among the dead grasses. It looked as though we had all gathered on hilltops to pray for the world on its last day. It looked as though we had all crawled out of spaceships and were preparing to assault the valley below.